This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. Again, I want to thank our sponsors, Second Amendment Arms and Range, located in New Carlisle, If you mention me, you get half off your range time, 10% off in the store, and listener-exclusive discounts on firearms. Go to secondamendmentarms.net for more information. I don't have the live stream going today because Microsoft killed my computer. The part I need is on its way. It'll be here in a few days. Got to do the the whole thing over and over again because people keep asking me about it. But I am on the Discord server during the show. So if you want to chat with me and other listeners on Discord, you got to join the horde on Discord by going to facebook.com slash CaseyTheHost and clicking on the link to join the server, which is active today and only today. Uh, so go to that and you feel free to hop into the live chat channel. And I usually pop in there during the commercial breaks. All right, Nancy Pelosi must really be butthurt about not learning about the raid that killed Baghdadi because now she says the House will vote this week on a resolution formalizing an impeachment inquiry, which does what, ladies and gentlemen? Confirms what I've been telling you, that it hasn't been a formal impeachment inquiry. Now, I, the Fox News break that just happened was hysterical. <laughs> so the Fox, Fox News comes on and goes, President Trump has been saying that the impeachment inquiry was not legitimate, but that could soon change. But that could soon change, which implies that the president is correct and the impeachment inquiry has not been legitimate, which, of course, it has not. But anyway, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Monday that the House will vote this week on a resolution to formalize and establish the parameters of a Trump impeachment inquiry, which, of course, needs to happen if you're actually going to try and impeach somebody. In a letter sent to Democratic House lawmakers, Democrat of Pelosi, Democrat of Pelosi, Pelosi, Democrat of California. Sorry, I couldn't see her name because she's in California and they have no power. She said that the resolution affirms the ongoing existing investigation and establishes the procedure for future investigative steps. In other words, um, we had better make this real if we're going to keep doing this thing. Uh, We are taking this step to eliminate any doubt as to whether the Trump administration may withhold documents, prevent witness testimony, disregard duly authorized subpoenas, or continue obstructing the House of Representatives. Which, of course, even though there was a judge that said, yes, you can uh, subpoena these people, the White House still has the power to not let them do it. Okay? That's what's so funny about this. But the judges said that we we can interview. Yeah, you can. If the White House says that it's okay for them to do it. There's no requirement for the White House to turn them over to you to be uh, interviewed. So that's what's so funny. But again, people who don't know the process, they're looking at this and they're, they're you know, running around with their heads cut off like chickens, probably because they can't see and they're in California and they have no lights because the power keeps going out. Fox News has learned that the vote will take place Thursday on the House floor. Don't you find it suspicious when this was announced? Let's see. The president just kills the world's most wanted person. I shouldn't say the president kills. The president authorized the operation that killed. 
the most wanted person in the world. And Democrats have nothing. They're not getting anywhere by minimizing the whole thing and pretending that it wasn't that big of a deal and how dare he not tell us uh, about this whole thing. Again, a bunch of Democrats who have been in secret conducting inquiries into the president without telling anybody anything are really upset that they weren't in the loop on a classified operation that they don't have to be in the loop on loop in on anyway. Because he's Congress. He has to notify Congress. No, he doesn't. Not with an operation like that, he doesn't. Now, if he's going to invade a country, then he does. But he didn't do that. For the record, um, I just want to, I posted, it's like old times again. Because you know who is helping us? The Kurds, the Iraqis, uh, the Turks, the Russians were helping us. Now, people forget this. That is a throwback. people, People forget this. Obama threw our cooperative counterterrorism operations with Russia out the window during his administration. I don't know what event happened that led to that because it was it was all secret. All we knew is that all of a sudden the U.S. wasn't training with or conducting joint operations with the Russians to kill terrorists anymore. That's all we knew. And then all of a sudden there was this friction between the two countries that came back. We hadn't had that friction for some time, which is the impetus for the whole uh, Mitt Romney, the 1980s called, and they want their foreign policy back bit because things were going pretty swimmingly with the Russians at the time. And now they're not. But we also had some, uh, some uh, Syrian liberation fighters and everything else were all involved, mostly with intelligence, Turkey and Russia with allowing us to fly over certain areas to conduct the operation. Um, but again... I, I always have to remind, because Americans really forget this, because Americans are trapped in the all-Chinese-bad, all-Russians-bad mentality that we have had for a very long time in this country. And Russia and the United States used to do joint training operations and joint military operations and killed terrorists all over the world. And that just miraculously stopped, like five years, I think it was, into the Obama administration. And it damaged their ability to kill terrorists and it damaged our ability to kill terrorists. And all of a sudden we started finding old rifts new again. And that's why, partially, why we were on separate sides in Syria instead of being allies. Now, there was always going to be friction in Syria because they like Assad. We don't. There was always going to be some friction there, but there could have been a lot less tension. And there might have been an operation where we didn't smoke a bunch of their Spetsnaz who are in the wrong place at the wrong time. Anyway, rant ended. It is not an actual article of impeachment, but rather a resolution that sets process grounds for the rules. So you got a bunch of people who, again, running around and saying, um, well, he's already being impeached. No, he's not. Oh, oh, they're going to they're gonna finally make it official then, and they're going to actually be voting on impeachment. No, they're not. Everybody's got to chill out here. Republicans for weeks have called for a formal House vote, which is the proper procedure, challenging the legitimacy of the current framework for impeachment proceedings, which, by the way, has never been conducted this way ever in the history of the country. Earlier this month, the White House wrote a defiant eight-page letter to Pelosi and top Democrats saying they would not cooperate with the impeachment inquiry, nor do they have to. 
doesn't matter how many judges you say, say that Congress is authorized to request these witnesses, White House doesn't have to allow them to testify. And the White House's position all along, this is not obstruction, you dinks. The White House's position all along is, until you allow us to face our accusers and cross-examine them in a formal legal process, we're not going to play ball. And the president has said in interviews and press conferences, if they do this formally within the rules and we're allowed to defend ourselves, I will absolutely cooperate. That's what the president has said. Well, now that they thought they had something with this judicial ruling, but again, the president knows the law. He's got good advisors. No, they don't have to actually go and and testify. You still have executive privilege here. What has to happen is, is an official inquiry. Now, an official inquiry is very problematic, excuse me, for Adam Schiff and others. Because now the person who has made the accusation, who we know didn't hear the phone call, and who we know's accusations were incorrect and false based on the transcripts, and who we know has at least three or four political bias concerns, whom we know illegally and improperly contacted Schiff and his office before actually filing the report, whose report was retroactively changed. I mean, we could go all down the line here. That all has to come out under cross-examination now. So it'll be interesting to see what the supposed witness who didn't witness anything, the whistleblower, is going to say. But again, this is still not a formal impeachment inquiry yet. This would set the rules for a formal impeachment inquiry. So they're still... They haven't even gotten to the point where they have formal rules for an actual impeachment and people still think what's happening now is impeachment. It isn't. But she announced the formal vote. It's supposed to happen on Thursday and we will see exactly what ends up uh, happening. But yeah, it again, it <laughs> people running around thinking that he's being impeached right now. It's it's funny watching them not know the process, to be honest with you. It's a little frustrating because it takes 30 seconds to look this up, but they're just too lazy to do it, and they'd rather devote 15 minutes to yelling at somebody online instead of actually learning the facts, but I digress. So look for that to potentially happen on Thursday, and um, she better have every Democrat in lockstep on this thing, because if she doesn't, that would be really embarrassing if that vote fails. It probably won't fail, because it's just about setting the rules for a potential impeachment inquiry instead of actual impeachment. So it'll probably succeed, and then the headlines will be, Democrats vote for impeachment. And that's not an accurate headline. But look for that on Thursday. So when you wake up on Thursday, uh, well, I should say, look for that Thursday afternoon when you wake up on Friday. It'll happen. Anyway, got more coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. We're all going to be in the club on Saturday. That's right, the fourth annual noise. Some of them don't get that joke, though. That's what's sad. Some of them are uncultured and they don't get that joke. 95.3 MNC, Final Phase Electric present the fourth annual noise this Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. At Center 615 in Elkhart. This Saturday, Joe. Saturday. Running out of time, and we're running out of tickets. 
Our special guest this year, 95.3 MNC, Fox News host, all-around decent, somewhat average-looking guy and best-selling author, Brian Kilmeade. And, of course, townhall.com editor, Fox News contributor, stunning best-selling author, Katie Pavlich. And then uh, Mark will be there, and I will also be there as well. General admission tickets are on sale now for just 40 bucks. Each attendee will receive one copy of Brian's brand-new book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. We talked with him about that last week. Tickets are available now at 953MNC.com. You can also come by the MNC Studios located at 237 West Edison Road in Mishawaka. But you have to hurry. They are going fast. Again, and it's happening this Saturday, presented by Final Phase Electric and 953MNC. Looking forward to seeing all of you there. What else do we have out there? Boy, there's a lot of weird stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that one. And not going to do that one. Uh, did the Okay, so I posted the did you see the Katie Hill because we talked about Katie Hill earlier. She resigned. She posted this weird girl power tweet to every girl and woman, to everyone who believes in this fight. This isn't over. With a purple heart and a uh, flexing arm muscle thingy. Uh, you had multiple affairs and broke the rules by sleeping with a staffer. But it's not over. Uh, well, it's not over. I just I'm more I'm more curious about every girl and woman who believes in this fight. Do what? Have multiple affairs, open marriages, and um, violate the rules by sleeping with an underling who works for you? That is probably something that every girl and woman should aspire to. I will adjust my daughter's plural lesson plans accordingly. <laughs> what this what this woman was thinking. Oh, anyway, <clears throat> Casey, power is out for lights at the intersection of Ironwood and Edison. Everything is really backed up. That's in California. So, again, the power is out for the lights at the intersection of Ironwood and Edison. You want to avoid that intersection if you can. 574-2595-953. Am I going overboard in the California jokes today? Or am I peppering them in spread out enough, you think? I feel like a couple of them I reached a little bit, but a couple of them were pretty spot on. All right. 574-2595-953. Sorry. A Colorado student has been suspended. Well, it's Colorado. Pretty much everything's legal in Colorado. What could you possibly get suspended for in the People's Republic of Colorado? Uh, okay. What? Well, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she has Snapchat. Oh, she's got Snapchat. That's the problem. A Colorado high school student posted a picture with her brother who served in combat overseas in the Army to the photo-sharing app Snapchat and was then suspended from school. The photos shared by the users on Snapchat are only supposed to last 24 hours. That's according to Ammoland, who apparently doesn't realize that that whole thing has changed. But the straight-A student would find out that on the internet, any picture can come back to haunt you. Just ask Katie Hill, Democratic Congresswoman, excuse me, former Democratic Congresswoman from California who now has to pack her bags and go back and live in the dark in the state of California. Why in the dark? Because they have no power. 
The photo in question showed the student holding a Glock, maybe that's a little too much, a Glock handgun and her brother who served in special operations holding a uh, Palmetto State Armory PA-15 modern sporting rifle while flipping off the camera. And he's uh, apparently a special operator, which means he can flip off the camera because they can do whatever the heck they want. The family was getting ready to go to the range. The teen is an avid shooter who shares her love of guns with the rest of the family and often goes to the range as a family. The caption on the shared photo reads, Me and my legal guardian are going to the gun range to practice gun safety and responsible gun ownership while getting better. So, what? Because uh, most of these pictures I see with people with their guns on social media aren't yeah. practicing trigger discipline. How are they doing? Uh, yeah, so there's that one kid who got busted and... He was just like, I'm just, you know, doing my gun. Yeah, but you also had your finger on the trigger, and there's a thing there. Hold on, let me finish the the, the caption, Joe. Okay, sorry. It's not like I have, you know, a compressed schedule in the last half hour of the program or anything. Gun safety and responsible gun ownership while getting better so we can protect ourselves while also using the First Amendment to practice our Second Amendment. So that's what they they actually um, put on the the picture well, apparently officials at the high school saw the photo and it set off a chain of events that would shock the family. So they went ahead and they, they suspended her for five days. I don't have a picture of the photo. So I don't know what it looks like. Sorry, I thought it would be at the bottom of the article. It's not there. I'm sure it's on another website. We'll look for it during the news break. But yeah, so because because she went to the range with her brother, a soldier, and had that caption about practicing responsible gun safety and ownership... They because she had a gun, she got suspended for five days. Oh my word, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> what a world! What a world! What a world! But hey, good news is she can relax. She's in Colorado. She can go smoke a joint. Uh, she's a senior in high school. You can do that, right? I think really everybody over the age of six can get stoned in Colorado, and it's totally legal. We got more coming up. News Talk ninety five three, Michiana's news channel. <laughs> And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank our sponsor, Second Amendment Arms and Range, located in New Carlisle? And of course, if you mention me, you get 50% off your range time. Go to secondamendmentarms.net for more information. I have an additional snippet of factoid involving the, the raid on the compound that killed Baghdadi. Robert O'Brien, who's a national security advisor, he confirmed that the military operation that resulted in the death of the ISIS leader Baghdadi was named after Kayla Mueller, who was a 26-year-old humanitarian aid worker. She was captured, she was threatened, she was tortured, she was raped, ultimately died at the hands of ISIS in 2015. She was 26 years old, she was an American Christian woman and a human rights activist who was kidnapped by ISIS terrorists outside of a hospital in Aleppo, on August 4th, 2013, she was held hostage for 18 months. She was raped repeatedly by the ISIS leader. She refused to convert to Islam during her imprisonment. And according to those who were with her and escaped, she even defended her faith to the vicious Jihadi John. And she was reportedly killed during Allied airstrikes in early 2015. They named the operation that killed Baghdadi after her. So maybe... The Washington Post, who had that horrendously awful headline where they called Baghdadi austere, 
And the the austere religious scholar at the helm of Islamic State dies at 48. That was their headline. Maybe they could do an expose on her and remind everybody exactly who Kayla Mueller really was. We've got more coming up, 95.3 MNC.